Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up. Here's the latest from Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms on Tuesday, June 30th, 2020. Last day of June. Uh, With Netflix and Colin Kaepernick joining forces. And HBO, ABC, TikTok, Facebook, Sundance, MTV, and golf all in the headlines. Wait, who invited golf? And of course, a check-in with my favorite non-alcoholic beer, Athletic Brewing. And Josh Gad posted what he's calling the season finale of the movie cast reunion series. Reunited apart, going out with the cast of Ferris Bueller, where, uh, hate to break it to you, but apparently uh, Ferris and Cameron have not seen each other in quite a while. When's the last time you two saw each other, by the way? On, on, in New York on 44th Street or something like that? It was like 15 years ago. Yeah. What? 15 years ago this fall. But hey, they got everybody. Mr. and Mrs. Bueller, Sloan, Jeannie, Ben Stein, and even superfan Jake Gyllenhaal, which is never a bad idea. Plus a bonus montage of John Hughes movie cast cameos from his oeuvre, as they say in Chicago. The link to that is in the show notes. And now over to Hollywood. Ava DuVernay is exec producing another project at Netflix, this time partnering with Colin Kaepernick for a six-episode limited scripted series called Colin in Black and White. It'll focus on Kaepernick's high school years, growing up with his white adopted family, according to Variety. Michael Starbury, who wrote When They See Us, also wrote this show, and Kaepernick will also be the narrator. HBO picked up the rights to the book that's leading the New York Times bestseller list right now, which I'm sure we all know, but uh, just in case, it's called The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. The price tag, over a million dollars, according to Deadline. Who said there's no money in books? HBO plans to turn the story of identical twins who run away from a black community at age 16 and go on to have very different lives from there on out into a limited series. HBO also picked up the new documentary, The Weight of Gold, which looks at the mental health challenges that Olympic athletes face. It'll feature Michael Phelps, Bodie Miller, and Sean White, among others. That premieres on HBO July 29th, and yep, I'll remind you. ABC announced they're going to shoot five of their pilots from this year's development season once, well, that becomes something they can do. Though ABC is not going to move forward with their 30-something reboot. That one featured many original cast members. You see, 30-something was a show in the 80s that, oh, just Google it. I'll put a link to the deadline piece in the show notes for anyone curious about specifics on the ABC pilots. In today's movie theaters, safe or cesspool debate, it now looks like they're done for in Los Angeles for the foreseeable future and for at least the next 30 days in Arizona, with I'm sure all eyes now turned toward Texas. As for New York City, the mayor and governor are now thinking about delaying indoor restaurant dining as the city enters phase three next week. So gotta say, not looking great for movie theaters anytime soon there either. AMC theaters also pushed back their opening date to July 30th, according to the trades. And the country's second largest chain, Regal, did as well. Also, while we're in the Big Apple, Broadway is now officially closed for the rest of the year. If you have tickets to a show through January 3rd, you're now eligible for a refund and a hug. In very long lead film festival news, Sundance Festival director Tabitha Jackson revealed that the festival will screen films in at least 20 independent cinemas across the U.S. and globally as part of the festival in January, and that Sundance will also have an online home as well, according to the trades. And Amazon Prime announced that they're joining the watch party. They're adding a feature where you can create a chat room on the side of the screen while you watch a show or a movie with up to 100 of your friends who also have Amazon Prime and uh, don't use your account or password. Netflix and Hulu also have a version of this, and HBO Max is building one as well. But according to Deadline, Amazon's is only available on laptops and desktops, but it does not work on the Safari browser. (laughs) 
Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. The MTV Video Music Awards are a go for Brooklyn this summer. TikTok gets banned in their most popular country. The New York Times and Apple break up, as does CNN with their historic headquarters. And yeah, golf is still hanging around. Thought we told you to go home golf. Oh, and today's pop quiz. What year did 30-something premiere on ABC and how long did it run for? The answer after a break for a non-alcoholic beer from Athletic Brewing. And yes, I know, a non-alcoholic beer, you may think, uh, why? To which I would say two things. What if you could have an ice-cold beer after a run or a hike in the summer heat and not have to worry about getting a little too uh, relaxed to do the other things you wanted to do that day? Or think about what you had to drink for lunch yesterday, which I'm guessing was probably a boring water or a seltzer or something diet that has ingredients that you can't even pronounce or a sugar-filled soda, sports drink, or a juice. And now consider Athletic Brewing's Golden Ale. It only has 50 calories and their IPA only has 70. They use all organic malt in all of their products and you get to have a beer for lunch. I mean, it's just kind of fun. And if you order just two six packs or more, your shipping is free. Go to athleticbrewing.com slash shop. They ship to all 50 states. That's athleticbrewing.com slash shop. The direct link is right in the show notes. Now the answer to today's pop quiz. ABC premiered 30-something in 1987, but the show only ran for a total of four seasons, which was the same duration of The O.C. Though unlike The O.C., 30-something won 13 Emmys in those four years. Sorry, Ryan and Sandy. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. Governor Cuomo announced that the MTV Video Music Awards are a go for the Barclays Center on Sunday, August 30th. That's according to Billboard. There will be no audience or at best a very limited one, but no other details were specified. MTV did a small follow-up, though, saying the show will feature performances in each of the five boroughs. Uh, Nas, your phone is ringing in Queens. Curious news in the TikTok business today. Music Business Worldwide reported that India has now banned the app, as well as 58 other Chinese-owned apps. This is after tensions between the two countries are mounting militarily on the Himalayan border. India is TikTok's largest market, representing 30% or over 600 million downloads of the app thus far. TikTok goes by a different name and product in China itself. Though keep in mind, as NBC News pointed out, India also banned TikTok last spring due to a lack of controls on pornographic content and sexual predators, but the ban only lasted two weeks. Over in the online publishing biz, you're not going to get any more stories from the New York Times and Apple News. Variety reports that being a part of the free Apple News service no longer suits the subscription-based New York Times business model. And while we're in the news biz over at Condé, the digital website editor at Vogue, Stuart Emmerich, is stepping down after a less than six-month tenure. That's according to Business of Fashion. Stuart was previously the editor of the New York Times style section until 2017, although he came to Vogue after a stint at the LA Times. Folio reports that he will stay on to contribute as a writer to Vogue.com. And WarnerMedia is selling off CNN's Atlanta headquarters to uh, pay off some bookies. I mean, uh, pay down some of their enormous $150 billion worth of debt, according to the trades. WarnerMedia expects to lease back the building for at least the next five years, so CNN will still use the building for the foreseeable future. And in today's Facebook advertiser boycott section, uh, this section isn't sponsored by Facebook, right? 
Okay, cool. Clorox, who owns everything from Burt's Bees to Brita to Pine Sol to Hidden Valley Ranch. Man, do not confuse those two at the home office. Anyway, they're suspending ad spends across all Facebook properties globally for the next six months, according to AdAge. They spent $6.3 million on Facebook ads for the first six months of the year. Adidas will also suspend advertising on Facebook and Instagram globally for July. That's for both Adidas and Reebok brands. Microsoft apparently already stopped advertising on Facebook and Instagram last month in the U.S., although that was due to good old-fashioned concerns around their ads appearing next to uh, unsavory content. And Microsoft is now extending that policy globally through the summer, according to Axios. And finally, Ford is also stopping their U.S. ad spends across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube for the next 30 days. Ford spent about $3 million on Facebook so far this year. But just a reminder, Facebook took in over $70 billion in advertising just last year. And again, there have been few specific demands made by these advertisers as to what they want to change, other than generally uh, do a better job. But at least YouTube is being very specific. The Verge reported that YouTube just banned some channels run by white supremacists, who I'm sure just started posting problematic content this year. But hey, better late than never. And finally, over to our friends in golf, who've been waiting patiently. The U.S. Open is moving from Fox back to NBC this year, even though Fox's deal with the USGA, who runs the Open, still had seven years on it, according to the Associated Press. Fox made a generous bid to get the rights for all USGA tournaments in 2015, paying $91 million a year, or a 200% increase from what NBC and ESPN had paid prior. Apparently that wasn't such a hot deal, who knew? And Fox also wanted to unload golf more urgently, as the rescheduled US Open this year has scheduled conflicts with Fox's airing of NFL games this fall. NBC will basically pay what it did back in 2015, and Fox is going to have to pay the difference. Roughly $50 million a year for the next seven years. And in today's programming notes, Netflix drops a new George Lopez comedy special with the curious title of We'll Do It For Half. And on a different end of the spectrum, HBO premieres the documentary Welcome to Chechnya tonight at 10 p.m. It focuses on activists fighting against the country's anti-LGBTQ torture campaigns and policies. But let's finish out with Haim, who dropped their latest album, Women in Music 3, on Friday. Spotify link is in the show notes, and this one is called 3AM. And if you would, hit subscribe to this free podcast uh, wherever you are listening. I mean, platform-wise, obviously you're listening while not wearing fancy work clothes. And if you're feeling generous, make us both look good and uh, give a share on the LinkedIn. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you all tomorrow. It's fun to think